I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising April. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burr, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. You are listening to an HD Smartcast original. Don't you always want to hear it right from the horse's mouth? I certainly do. I want the best and the brightest minds in the industry to tell me about it. Yeah, tell me about it is my latest podcast since I come across so many interesting people in the industry. Some of my favorite students, they ask me if I can speak to some really intelligent and well-known people on hot and trending topics. You know, like content, influencers, health, branding, entrepreneurship and more. Who am I to quiz the best and brightest, you ask? Hmm. Well, I am Siddharth Deshmukh, also known as the Traveling Professor. Maybe you've heard me before somewhere. Yeah, I teach across various institutes. Join me and new experts every week over two parts where we dissect these topics and try to make sense of them. Hopefully, learn something about it when they tell me about it. This podcast is an HT Smartcast original and is available on htsmartcast.com, India's fastest growing podcast producing platform. Are you are you an early dinner eater or something? <laughs> no, but I did see you. I did I see you. <laughs> yeah, you're hungry. Okay. <laughs> I actually want to I want to quickly add a little bit to that if that's okay. We have yeah. all the ఓపెన్ another tab on both of them and search just type call on both the windows where you search for a video game your auto correct suggestion will be call of duty where you search for pop music your auto correct suggestion will be call me maybe all right and i used to show this and say that uh, every people love google to search it's not be- just because you know you you get a good result it's because you get a good result every time and you feel you know what this thing always gets what i want and i was like if you want to get people onto a platform we were that time trying to see how can we really change the way makeup is bought online right and makeup is uh, sold at stores using someone called a beauty advisor who looks at you and knows that you know this is your skin tone so this color lipstick will work better for you that foundation will work better for you now how do i get that to happen online and what what akash was talking about we would this was the exact same thing that we proposed that see what shades do they hover over not what they click but what where did the mouse stay for 3 milliseconds more than the other and start building an intelligent profile nice. and 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 with so this is what we were proposing and now when you now that data laws are such that you can actually download the data that let's say facebook and google has on you many yeah. people had that uh, you know moment of oh my god what the hell just happened here because yeah. it's recorded voice clips it's understood everything that you do where you went everything and the kind of profile they have built on you 
it it is so usable for an advertiser now i'm not getting into the ethics and morality of it but from just purely a marketing standpoint something as basic as a re- thing my market and ethics are got nothing to do with it <laughs> <laughs> so but uh, like, uh, like we were uh, we hi- i would highly push like what uh, he's got in retargeting akash called retargeting like on facebook there's something called look alike audience right you literally just upload 100 email addresses of people who are already consuming your product and you leave it to facebook to figure out what is similar amongst all those 100 people and facebook will use this 10000 variables to find out these are the things that are common now i'm going to find 10 million other people who have these things in common and that'll be your audience and it is it is retargeting but in a you know using the power of big data internet everything so Interesting, but Sukaran, you haven't answered my question to you, which is like, how would you think about any strategy, right? So okay. take any anything. So I just what I'm interested in knowing is how would you think about? See, from what I got from Akash's, you know, all the wonderful stuff about where the dhanda happens and 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 all of that, which is which is br- brilliant. So. Yeah. Anything to add to that? So I, I, I'll, I'll give a disclaimer before I start off because I was living with a guy who has uh, a startup in the edtech space. So, uh, I, so I'm, I'll be sharing some of the conversations I've had with him uh, in this regard and uh, and a Michael at that, by the way. <laughs> but uh, uh, so the first thing, and I think Akash started off with that, that you need a really good product. Like yeah. you, you cannot pack shit up with a bow on top and hope it will sell. It just does not work. Uh, a really good product, and uh, if you want to go in for the whole growth hacking bit, wherein we're saying, you know, I'm not spending a hundred thousand dollars on ad money. It's all about one engaging the audience and uh, trusting the word of mouth. So you're building a system that is so robust. So uh, this this uh, this startup, for example, is to inculcate reading amongst uh, kindergarten uh, students. That's that's the very niche thing that they have but they're like we want to build a nation of readers and this is what we're going to work towards and you have to see that app it is so engaging it is gamified it is something that's it's got a lot of shareability to it so automatically when you're having fun on it you want to show others there's a leaderboard so you know if two people are there they're like oh you're not there on it like you know like and you're getting other people on board so a lot of it has to do with having shareability to it, which is something that if I were to build a strategy for, let's say, edtech, while, uh, like Akash said, the first thing is content and, uh, you know, the quality of your product. But I think it's really important. And I would love for, uh, actually, I read something and I totally disagreed with it, which was that target everyone. That, uh, that you know, you want to do growth hacking, target everyone. That's what Airbnb did. And I was like, no, I personally believe that it's super important to understand the persona of the kind of person you want to work with. Because you cannot be for everyone. I say, you know, something as basic as water, where a vein, and you also have a tau, which is volcanic water, and you you cry when you pay for it because it's an eleven hundred rupee bottle of water. So you even something like that has such a massive range. So you cannot be for everyone. So I say, get great product, find the right audience, and then use the power that of uh, word of mouth, viral virality, shareability, um, you know, analytics, and then kind of just like bombard them with it and then you know hope that it sticks that's how i would go about it wonderful thank you i think both of them uh, were very good and they kind of uh, added to each other which is fantastic as well now here's uh, i'm going to give a little preamble to the next question i've got um, normally uh, vp marketing swaggers about when that vp marketing ka budget hai. Mm-hmm. on the other hand a growth hacker is known for the exact opposite thing yeah. Right. So I am u- utilizing itna chota paisa, but I am delivering such big results. Now I believe that 
that is actually what should happen to a VP marketing as well. He he has to actually look at impact. How yeah. does a hacker fit into the whole ecosystem of marketing where that is coming from a very different place? And maybe Sukaran, you can have a think about it. But what I'm saying is that if you are looking at growth hacking, it comes from a software perspective, test fast, test hard, understand, you know, go back, uh, A-B testing, all of that, right? And then you have this state marketing storytelling this that and the other which is kind of slow and kind of like we need a big budget okay sure <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm i'm so happy that uh, i and and i'll again say this is not planted because uh, i'm so happy you asked me this because i've been in this situation uh, uh because I, I work with apparel and uh, anybody uh, who ties up with fashion would know there are two seasons that come out. India does not have actually have spring and autumn. We just have spring, summer and autumn, winter. We just bunch it up together, right? So there are two big seasons that happen in the year from a fashion house perspective. Right. And the, the collection is launched and then there's the end of season sale. That's how it works. So you have two big things in the whole year, which means you have two big budgets, you know, spend it. We, uh, to change that, to flip that model entirely around, had launched at Iowa's uh, a collection called the Elements, all right? And so we picked four, the four elements, earth, water, fire, air. And we were like, we're going to launch a collection every three months, two months. Every two months, we're going to launch a collection and push it out. And uh, the idea is, it's limited edition. It's only in the store for like the 30 days that it lasts. And whatever people say has to be immediately fed back into the uh, loop. So we built it as a model called the Continuous Innovation Protocol. And we were like branded internally very nicely. But when I look back at it and I look at it from the context of, you know, the discussion on growth hacking, that was the sort of honestly, that was the entry point for us to decide that this is the direction in which bills will be reimagined for the future. Mm -hmm. So that was where we got the next I know, uh, you know, 10,000 customers uh, because for a store to get 10,000 new footfall, the single store, that's huge. But that's where it was driving that, you know, bring in something new, see how the market reacts to it and uh, quickly pump it back. And because it was so experimental in nature, there was no ATL. You, uh, the whole idea of big budget uh, for a VP actually is, its heart is in ATL, right? That, you know, I ran a campaign worth 100 crores or 20, 50 crores. Because you're going to spend that on TV or, or news. But today with this whole flipping of one, in like what we did there, that advertise only on the internet, only on Instagram ad, only on uh, YouTube pre-roll videos, where you have the ability to target really the right person. So like eventually that collection uh, led into something called Fabrics of India. So like something like a Kantha. Now I know not everybody would be interested in a Kantha, but the power of the internet allows me to really target the few people who like Kantha and I can bombard them. They look, I made Kantha. And that really worked for us. So I, I think uh, if I got the question that you were saying, right, that yes, traditional marketing was always around kitna paisa tumne kharcha. But I think that, that the future direction is very clear that, uh, you know, how you, how smartly are you spending? And, and, and especially today where companies are actually shutting their offices down saying, I can save that money also. Why the hell will I? So we, we're in a completely uh, strange loop uh, entirely. Yeah. Changed, up, uh, changed up scenario. Akash, uh, would you want to quickly add to this? And uh, Because I've got an even more interesting sure. question. But, but that definitely uh, helps me understand I've got a very bright future with what Sukaran has explained us. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, bringing down, uh, absolutely bang on. Whatever he said is absolutely right. 
टूडे देर वॉज अ टाइम वेन यू needed budgets basically to get people who could think for example if i'm launching my uh, ad on a tv uh, it's it's a tv ad i would want people to think how that entire uh, experience should be for my users because uh, uh, i generally am not available on digital say for example for a brand so i'm not available on digital but if a brand which is available on digital uh, uh, exactly how sukran was explaining you have the ability to target a person bases his interest bases his past purchases and his past experiences now absolutely i was shocked to know when i got to know this was a report uh, laid out by an e-commerce company that uh, uh, 95 or 90% of the times when people buy uh, a pen drive uh, after that uh, their next purchase is or uh, in maybe a couple of months they do purchase a white colored t-shirt now who on earth can think of uh, that uh, without using artificial intelligence or uh, facebooks or google's algorithms it's impossible you can't just think if somebody would have been just thrown out of the office if i would have gone and said that let's sell him a white t-shirt he bought a pen drive or but uh, this is what data and i don't know <laughs> uh, but, uh, <laughs> this is what data says like uh, you yeah. would never know you would never understand users would convert and that is exactly where this sweet spot is uh, you are using your money efficiently uh, today you yes you launch movies for say uh, uh, 40 50 crores you know, when you have such humongous budgets but yes there is uh, an ask to like it said no that tujhe goli ka nahi dena padega hisab mujhe har goli ka hisab dena padta hai in police so uh, it's like that uh, for every money that you have spent what are you getting back on table okay yeah. all right absolutely here's here's a follow up uh, question to you or rather not i i just want to take it to a different place now um i just you talked of some something i think sukaran was talking of burn but i wanted to ask you this first because you might have seen this okay so what malcolm gladwell calls the tipping point so where you know you've kind of done everything and it kind of goes beyond that 10 to 13% and shit takes off okay so what i wanted to figure out is that in your entire bag of tricks as a growth marketer what do you think typically has done the trick of crossing that chasm mm understanding yes. yeah i understood uh, your question if if i go anywhere uh, apart from the right answer just stop me uh, i think uh, in terms of uh, that specific uh, uh, trick that should be uh, universally acceptable by all the growth uh, marketers or growth hackers or digital marketers is understanding the right audience uh, even if it's an acquisition campaign or it's a retargeting campaign understanding the right audience uh there was a theory a couple of uh, years back that just bombard your audience with your ads i wouldn't name the brand because i've worked with it uh but there was this brand which came up by uh, bombarding you on your youtube videos a couple of years back every video you getting some german guy talking to me on my youtube man. some german i don't even know german <laughs> Yes. Uh, so uh, <laughs> exactly that happens. I see uh, properties of Dubai, and I'm like, okay, there's something very wrong with your campaigns, and I need to go. <laughs> I need to consult you. Let's stop doing this, guy. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but uh, there was this brand which bombarded its users, uh, and they were uh, and virality just took off. 
people mm-hmm. were not happy with that you have to have a very controlled frequency of your ads yeah. uh, because you wouldn't want to disrupt this for example let's let's me let me take a very basic example of a traditional kirana wala uh, there's a kirana wala right outside your house every day you mm-hmm. come from office or kirana wala tells you bhaiya palle ji le bhaiya palle ji le every single day you would just you know save your ass you would go back yeah. like that, that's what happens <laughs> you want to have a control frequency because you would want to curate that experience around the user and that is why yeah. i feel audience and understanding the kind of audience is something that pulls off the trick and takes you from a 10% profit to maybe an 80% profit yeah that's so interesting that's so interesting in fact I'm uh, super this one after that i'm just going to write this one down and next time somebody says we need more frequency i'll say bhaiya ji parle ji because that it's so <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry. So no, I, I anything to add to that? This ten to thirteen percent. I'll I'll give you my view. I think it's very aligned to what uh, the audience thing is. Here's what I feel, and maybe you can riff off that. I actually feel that if you target the right kind of audience, okay, which means that people who are also organically going to talk about your product or service right. on their own, it's right. and who also have a bit of an influencer element to it. it kind of pushes you across the chasm right. uh, and i think that's probably one of the fantastic areas that magic happens just an observation from whatever uh, shit i've seen in in this area what do you what do you feel so current honestly you know and i have this theory that i try to and it's actually is called a hypothesis but there's no way i have been able to ever test this out but what i believe uh, and how it has to justify all of this is that you know biologically you and i we are still where we were 200000 years ago evolutionarily right uh, and sociologically we are completely in a different environment yes and which is why i say that you know people aren't geared to understand brands people are geared to understand people and uh, for the longest time brands have a persona in your mind so it exists as a person and therefore there are some brands you want to be friends with and some brands you don't want to be friends with so you can have as <laughs> an android and an apple guy together and have them argue about you know my feature came first and yours is more test cool but the truth is that they will stick to what they like regardless of the logic you give them because yeah. you just sometimes like certain people and yeah. i just think it's about expanding that idea that you are uh, your brand exists as a person therefore there are certain kind of people that you work better with find those people and then talk to them in the language they actually want to be spoken to uh, we for and and it needs so much uh, sometimes just basic common sense and not even intelligence per se but like for us i remember we were uh, we were discussing whether we want to launch this suit uh, which was about 10x our <laughs> average price like i said it's a blazer but it's 10x the price because it was really high quality and we were like will this ever work and the only reason we went with it was because we saw our data and we saw that there were these about 11% of our audience uh, the 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 club idc audience used to buy uh, shirts every month which meant the, the amount of money that they were spending at our store was disproportionately large and he said let's just target them mhm mhm so yeah. 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 10 seconds so i, I, I got it guys uh, you know what we eventually are doing is you're taking uh, the right message <laughs> to the right audience and speaking them in the right language and that is all it took and it worked so well and nobody would have anticipated just like just like akash said no you know if you had said i want to sell uh, you know a white t-shirt you would say what but that doesn't make any sense but it was the same thing for us we, we came with a 10x price point and said what nobody would buy that much uh, you spend that much at a will store but it did because there were people who said no we trust this brand i've been buying it for 10 years 
so that it's so important to understand your own brand uh, from that persona perspective and kind of build up from there into who are you talking to and then kind of fine tune that messaging so right message right frequency like i said i'm going to i'm going to remember that frequency example for life now <laughs> but yeah right message right frequency right audience it, there is no way that will not work and i think that is what that nudge final nudge is uh, you know very interesting thanks i i think that this probably has been a very uh, insightful thing for me you guys have yacked away in such a way that i am going to find it difficult to ask those googlies but don't 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 <laughs> count me out i'm going to still ask you but before that i wanted to ask uh, a more relevant question from an audience perspective if you had to tell someone who says hey i'm really interested in becoming a growth hacker okay both of you right so maybe akash can go first what are the skills you'll say hey do this right so I'll, five things sure but first of all i'll break the myth yeah. uh there is a very uh, well known myth of uh, growth hackers or people who are into growth need to be very sound with analytics uh, maths i want to because i am sure uh, there is a very vast audience as going to look at this video i come from a very average uh, uh, you know academic background and, and uh, a commerce student uh, and i was a person who would just hide adi sharma uh, under the mattress uh, so that my parents don't find it and that has been true uh, but uh, it's all about marketing and understanding brands when i understood how uh, i i would see a consumer drop off at different levels and understand all these percentages uh, i loved those numbers uh, i loved understanding that analytical uh, journey of a user so number one if you have to be uh, somebody who is who would want to go ahead by understanding growth or who wants to understand how you would want to uh and uh, go or make a future into this thing or make a, a career uh you need to understand that uh there was a time when campaigns were built we even today we call them campaigns yeah uh but i personally feel and i might be wrong and uh, people might question me i personally feel that uh gone are the days when we used to have campaigns now we need to have conversations mm-hmm. uh with the users yeah uh, i couldn't agree with you more yeah so uh, if i have the data if i if i know what you like for example if, uh, if you like say uh, apparel of uh, black i wouldn't show you an ad which would always say bye 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 shop now i'm going to just put out a communication for you uh, hey why don't you try this black t-shirt and just check uh, and just walk around and see how it looks because i want to create a conversation with you i don't want to create a campaign for you so as a growth hacker understand how users communicate with brands uh, understand the consumer journey uh, understand how you go to an e-commerce website uh, add something to your cart and don't flip cart or mintra to come back to you and tell you that hey that denim you bought for 8000 has come down to 6000 yeah. uh, uh, today people are smart uh, my youngest cousin uses an ipad i got my first smartphone when i was in 11 so uh, people have become smart they understand how brands have started interacting yeah. so uh, to marketers uh, uh, or to anybody who is uh, planning to maybe understand growth understand uh, the consumer journey understand analytics understand how competitors basically want uh, the space uh there are products uh, which have got a very monopolistic uh, uh, consumer journey understand how different verticals play different roles uh if you start your uh, understanding if you start your uh, training by understanding 
verticals like OTT, BFSI, NBFC, e-commerce, edtech, gaming, and then take brands. Nice. Uh, that'll be the right approach to learn about uh, the market. Thank you, Sukar. And very quickly, because I'm going to not leave you guys before I ask you the googlies. Okay. <laughs> so I have to speak slowly then. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I think uh, I think Akash has really covered uh, the entirety of it. Uh, I I say not just growth hacking, but, uh, because I genuinely feel that a good marketer today has to be somebody who thinks like that. You know, high efficiency, uh, high acquisition. Uh, so, so uh, I think everybody and for everybody in, in that space, you cannot start any conversation, any strategy, any presentation, anything unless. Uh, you have put yourself in the feet of the consumer unless that's the heart of your idea. So really understanding who you're talking to is super, super important. Everything else is just a tool to help you do it better. So like you said, I would I, I agree to that. Like I, I wouldn't say, uh, you know, disregard data or analytics. I'd say don't be afraid of it, right? You yeah. have access to so much. Don't You don't have to blindly depend on everything, but use that to understand uh, the person you're talking to better. I think that's extremely important to... Uh, to it's an interesting thing that the Michael is saying, don't be afraid of numbers and a commerce grad is saying that yeah, numbers are tough. Hote hai. So it's, 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 it's an interesting juxtaposition. Okay, so uh, googly number one, maybe I'll uh, give it to uh, Akash. Uh, Akash, um, so what I want you to do is uh, Sukaran has a startup, right? So what would you advise Sukaran to do, uh, he has got an agency of sorts, right? Uh, has got a proprietary model around the ICE uh, premise, right? Uh, what would you ad uh, advise uh, Sukaran uh, as far as growth hacking is concerned? So uh, I went through what uh, Sukaran does, and I was going through all the projects and everything. Like a true growth hacking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I that uh, for for Sukaran, ninety-five uh, percent of the business. Now this is a kind of business uh, speaking specifically of ice. Mm. Uh, this business is not dependent on volume, not mm. at all. It's mm. purely dependent on quality. And uh, because the kind of uh, stakeholders he has been uh, involved with, the kind of projects he has been involved with, these are multi-crore projects. Uh, which uh, like and there's a lot of AI that comes into the picture uh, for him uh, to maybe uh, learn more, like maybe uh, understand the parameters which can help him uh, grow better uh, maybe to uh, first of all maybe create an online community I would say uh, multiple channels would uh, give him the leverage in the online community because uh, these are the people who have come to him for something which is not available uh, easily in the market uh, this is uh, that kind of a service. You don't find it everywhere. So create a community, try to engage the people through uh, maybe very basic uh, uh, re-engagement activities uh, or something uh, that's going to help you increase your network. And again, uh, I would say uh, try to create some digital space, not just to maybe sell your product, uh, but to let people know that something like this exists. You never know for such a service of yours who might convert in the end. Absolutely. Wow, that's fantastic. Sukaran, here's I your chance. I want to say thank you, Sudas, for getting me again free consulting. I'm just so happy to start this call. <laughs> You're going to pay it back. <laughs> Sukar, Sukaran, you've been part of a startup and you've been part of corporate life and you've seen, I'm sure you've seen where 
the place where akash works right if you had to give an a quick piece of consultancy advice on uh, what if observe friend that you know he could look into uh, what what how would you uh, actually say hey you know what you may have looked into this but have you considered so anything that to mind i think i think the only thing i can add to uh, his experience and uh, is that growth hacking has over the last few years and again i'm i'm probably just beating a dead horse because he didn't talk about mcdonalds but i think growth hacking for the last few years has become all about digital and scalability and you know we can add more servers or look at uber you know they don't really have any kind of uh, cost when they increase the drivers and stuff like that um i don't think that's the ground reality anymore uh, growth hacking has pervaded now he's gone again he doesn't want to give you advice i think <laughs> ஸ்பேஸ் but isn't limited there anymore so i think uh, that's the only thing i'd say that all the way down to when i see uh, campaigns running in uh, you know the rural india where they have missed call campaigns and sms campaigns and i see something like that happening i say wow you know that's really sharp targeting uh, the, the whole idea of a great product picking the right audience and then targeting them sharply isn't limited just to a digital space anymore it has a lot uh, it is definitely pervaded everywhere and i think that's the only add on i can add to it uh, to what you know, he's doing right now that's not sure. bad thank you well, that actually bang on that's that's really right yeah okay so we have gentlemen exceeded our time thank you so much for being here with me uh, and uh, contributing wonderfully well i'm sure this has been a fantastic listening experience for everybody who's you know kind of tuned in thank you so much all the uh, apologies from me if i have kind of stepped on any toes or anything of that sort but uh, <laughs> it's a lot of fun and uh, i hope that akash i am get to meet you in in real life uh, absolutely absolutely for to maika and sukaran and i will meet you sukaran see you again <laughs> painfully jog at some point of time i was i was coming back from the jog that i i'm like i'm really upset now next time i'm going to see you i'm going to start running again faster <laughs> <laughs> anyway thank you so much thank you all right thank you so much thank you so much Wow, that was a good one, right? More of where that came from soon. Want to reach out to me? I'm Siddharth Deshmukh and I'm the traveling professor on Instagram. You'll find the funny side of me there. And on LinkedIn I'm a little bit more serious, but I'm still the traveling professor. To give us feedback, you can reach out to us on HT Smartcast. We are present on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter and YouTube, the usual suspects. To listen to more podcasts, log on to htsmartcast.com or suno naye nazariye se. And join me in the journey. Onward ho! This was an HT Smartcast original. HT Smartcast. I'm Annie Apple and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series Raising April. It's the most intimate sports related conversations you will hear. 
Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app.